What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, guys? What's going on? This is uh, your host, Brandon Hayes, for the Fantasy Grinders. Also got my esteemed co-counsel, Craig Carver. What's up, Craig? What's up, man? It feels good to be back on the grind out here. You know, it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded, but, you know, we've been staying in tune to the game. Life has certainly gotten away. Both of us got kids. I'm sure many of you got kids out there. Both of our kids were sick in our respective hometowns um i mean just crazy stuff craig's work craig works for uh, apple and so the iphone release has definitely tied up a lot of his time and i work in a local restaurant and so it's just i mean it's just nuts in there every day so um definitely but we have been staying dedicated to the game if you follow us on twitter at fantasy grinders you'll see some of our results we've been posting we've been making some money out there for sure um I mean, combined, we're over a thousand dollars for the season. So, I mean, that's 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 big money for sure. Profits, um, you know. So you can follow me on Twitter at StillmaticB33. You can follow Craig on Twitter at Bleed Orange with three E's. And uh, we got a fun show today, Craig. What do you think? No, oh, yeah, you know, we're just dealing with this hurricane. Got the day off. Both of us do. Not much going on. So we've just been getting some lineups ready. We're going to do it a little different this week. We're going to go into, um, instead of going down a formal lineup top to bottom, we're going to do start sit-ems. Um, this is solely focused on DraftKings only, not FanDuel going forward. Um, and we've got two start sits for each of us at each lineup between quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. And we're going to kick it off with Brandon going over a little research theory as far as what he does to research, who he goes to, how he goes about it, and just how we've been staying in tune with the game over these past two weeks so that when we're not able to record and we're not able to put out a podcast that you guys can still, you know, get knowledge as well. That's right. You know, one of our, one of our, our ultimate goals from this entire, you know, podcast and, and Twitter and everything like that is to teach the, the average recreational daily fantasy NFL user how, how to create lineups. There's a lot of people out there who are giving away free lineups. They're charging for lineups. Et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, that's all cool. You know, let them do their thing. And, um, you know, you know, you, you can buy a lineup every now and then if you feel, if you feel like you don't understand enough about the sport, but you still want to have that fun little fantasy sweat. That's cool. But, um, you know, we, we're here to teach you how to do daily fantasy sports for NFL, how to think. And that way you can be successful as well. So, um, you know, with that being said, Craig said that I was going to just run through the way I do my research. And, um, and that's just what I'll hit on real fast. I won't go very long into it. But what I do is, okay, so Tuesday morning I wake up and, um, you know, it's the, it's the start of a new week. Um, I usually skip the Thursday night games as far as my entire slate or the majority of my bankroll is going to be riding on. I skip the Thursday game. And so, um, you know, I have Tuesday through essentially Sunday morning at 1259 to get it ready. And so uh, on what I do is on Tuesday, I wake up, I look at NFL.com immediately and I start just looking at the matchups. I'm just looking at who's playing who, where are they playing? That's the first thing I'm doing. As I'm looking at that, I'm trying to let big names pop into my head or, you know, things that immediately would interest me, you know, off off the jump, you know, from from the matchups. But I'm just trying to understand for the week, you know, quickly memorize who's playing who. Then what I do is I go to Bovada, which is, um, you know, the U.S. accepted um, sports betting website. And I start looking at spreads and over-unders there first. Um, you know, we've talked about many times on our podcast as far as a uh, game script or game flow. And so what I'm doing here is I'm looking at um, Bovada for the spread. So, for instance, 
You got uh, Green Bay at San Francisco this week. I believe the spread is somewhere around nine point favorite in Green Bay's favor. And so what I would imagine here is, you know, you got you got two teams going at it. They got a little bit of a history, both NFC teams, you know, trying to make a run for um, trying to make a run for the money. And uh, you start thinking, OK, if Green Bay's up by nine and it's the third quarter, you know, who's getting the ball? Is Rodgers going to be launching it down the field to Cobb or is they're going to hand it off to Lacey and just Lacey run some 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 time off? And so those are the sort of things that are sort of also running through my head um, as I'm looking at the spreads and trying to understand game flow a little bit better. Um, after that, throughout the week, I'm definitely listening to podcasts every week. So, yeah, we host a podcast and we're very interested in educating y'all. Uh, I feel like we basically round up a bunch of internet information and try and present it to you in a very fast, very, very, you know, detailed format. That way you can use us as a, one of your, um, avenues for, for learning. So I'm listening to, um, you know, Chris Raybon and TJ Hernandez on 444, their podcast, the DFS MVP um, podcast. I'm listening to Matthew Berry and the 06010 every single day. Um, definitely learning that. And especially the podcast later on in the week, which are talking more about, okay, matchups and things like that, getting the professionals views. And I'm also throughout the week, just definitely reading articles, checking Twitter, uh, Twitter, looking at Schefter, looking at cats like that, just seeing what they're saying as far as injury reports and things. And then um, I always finish up throughout the week with a uh, Sunday morning on um, ESPN, just seeing that final, you know, okay, who is starting for sure? Who is, who is out for sure? as far as injuries go. So, you know, nothing crazy. I don't sit there and, you know, play with a whole lot of lineup generators or nothing like that. But I start with NFL, look at who's playing. Then I go more specific, what, are the, what is the spread and the over-under for that game? Then I start listening to podcasts, forming my own opinions and seeing what the professionals are saying, review the articles, and finally just check the injury report. And at that point, you know, it's all about making the money then. Yeah, injury reports are certainly something always that, you know, I keep up with. Um, I try to watch, you know, listen to podcasts as much as possible, but it's hard because my commute is not long enough to listen to an entire podcast. So a 45 minute podcast, I'm in the car for about, you know, only 25 minutes. I get half of it, which is okay. But usually when I'm in the car, I'm, you know, making phone calls yeah, and yeah. checking up on things. So a lot of ways to do it. I, re- I rely on Twitter a lot personally, just, you know. I have a list dedicated to, you know, people that I respect on Twitter and I can just go to that specific list and just get only that information <laughs> and not have to filter through. Yeah, all that's the, good. You know, um, well, Craig, you, you want to jump right into like that on the main and then we'll line, just try so. to keep this podcast short for those 20. Five minute commuters. Yeah. So, uh, like we said up front, you know, we're going to go through two starts and two sits for each of the three main positions. Um, the two starters that I have this week that'll be in you know multiple lineups. This is fifty fifty and GPP will be Cam Newton and Tyrod Taylor. These guys have been both just you know on a tear the last couple of weeks. Cam Newton last two weeks respectively have been twenty eight and thirty one points, so he is a must play at Tampa Bay. Weather's looking pretty good down there, and then you know Tyrod Taylor just really has emerged this season as an amazing. amazing you know, young yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Tyrod Taylor is like a guy, position rank like five. It's crazy right to think going into the season like he wasn't you know, he's the definitely outright starter, up, and now he's um, you know, good money and um, starting you know, a lot of fantasy that, football yeah, lineups. The fantasy so grinders you know, will really high on Tyrod Taylor behind. preseason.
And um, if you stuck with him on week one, you definitely made some money with us. And um, it, it seems like I, I thought his value would drop off after week one, but he's actually maintained it, which is great. Also, Craig, I, I really, I really love that Cam Newton nod right there. I know we are, you know, in the Carolina Panthers back country, but you know, you know, we're definitely not homers. We're not sitting here repping the Panthers every week, but Cam has just been doing it, man. Like as much as I hate to say it, because I'm actually, uh, actually sort of hate the Panthers. Been doing work, man. From a fantasy standpoint, he's a good start. So that's what's up. Yeah, and um, Cam Cam is in my season long fantasy, you know. So I'm really happy to see yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, my QB well. starters here are going to be um, Derek Carr. He's for the Raiders. He's a three point favorite. He's at home versus the Chicago Bears. Um, first time they've been uh, favorites in a long, long time. Also, you have to think about this: the Bears just traded off two of their linebackers. Okay, and then also last week they went from East Coast to West Coast and played Seattle. Went back home to Chicago, had to get ready to turn around and come back out to California for Oakland. Oakland's gonna be out there doing their thing, man. They they're two and one, and there's a lot of momentum with Oakland right now. Um, also uh, a starter is you know no surprise here is Aaron Rodgers. Um, he has his total price has dropped on DraftKings five hundred dollars from the start of the season, which is absurd. Like. How has he? How how is he the number one you know fantasy quarterback right now? And he's dropping, so that's incredible. And um, you know his price locked in on Sunday on DraftKings before his five touchdowns, zero interception performance in Green Bay. So um, Aaron Rodgers, definitely. Oh, yeah, I like it. I mean, Rodgers is <laughs> you know beasting, getting compared to OJ this week. So, um, all right, so we'll move on to the sits of the week. Um, for my two guys that will be sitting and will not be in any lineups for me this weekend will be Andrew Luck and Sam Bradford. Luck has just been too inconsistent, that team in general. Um, Luck is still putting up, you know, around 15 to 20 points a week, which is okay, but it's just not something that really interests me this week. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, you know, he led the team last week in seven targets, and that's just not enough to really put up money and, you know, in uh, daily fantasy sports. And then Sam Bradford going into the season, Sam Bradford, we were really high on him along with Tyrod, and he just has not put up the numbers that entire year. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, Bradford, he needs to show me something so, for like three straight um, games. Philly at Washington. Washington has actually been better than a lot of people thought, and the weather's going to be really, you know, kind of sketchy and a um, little, you know, messy game there. So certainly don't like Bradford in any format this week. In order for me to start, you know, really endorsing him again, um, my sits for the week are going to be Nick Foles. Um, I think Nick Foles was just an anomaly that one year. He was just, you know, doing something crazy. But you know, ever since then, I've never really been a big fan. He's definitely an um, East Coast team uh, coming to uh, coming to the West, coming playing the Cardinals. Cardinals defense is stout, and I just don't believe in Nick Foles and whatever. Um, my next quarterback that I will not have in any lineups, absolutely zero period, none will be Matthew Stafford. Um, he looked shabby last week. He looked shabby week one. Dude is shabby. He, his numbers have dropped every single season since he's been in the league. His, you know, it, it's just bad, you know, and it's not, it, to make it worse, he's coming across to the West coast to play Seattle. So, um, two, you know, bummier quarterbacks playing two of the best defenses. Foles and Stafford and Craig, they will not be in my lineups. 
Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I will not have either of those guys. Um, Foles, just I haven't had him in any lineup all season. I have had Stafford in a few lineups, but playing versus Seahawks, he would definitely not be in any of this. Um, so, well, not to surprise anybody, keep on but moving I to the running back spot. Who you got in the uh, from Atlanta? Uh, his numbers last week were just too nice. Um, obviously, I don't expect a. Repeat, so let's just make sure we hedge on the um, side of caution for the recency bias. But I do expect a good game, at least one touchdown, several carries, a few receptions, you know, probably 120 all purpose yards. One touchdown is, you know, a floor, truthfully. Um, and then I also have uh, Lance Dunbar as pro- probably somewhere in like the flex position. I'm not sure if you're going to actually put him in the actual running back slot if it really matters. Um, but he's cheap, cheap, cheap on. DraftKings, I think 33 or 3,600. Um, he leads the NFL in running back receiving yardage right now. And at one point per reception on DraftKings, you can't afford to not have that person in your lineup, especially when the team is on their backup quarterback, Brandon Whedon, and they're not going to let him throw more than you know 10 yards downfield. You put Dunbar out in the flat, he catches the pass, he gets some yardage, he gets one or two rushing attempts in the, in the game. It's, it's good money. Yeah, I mean that's uh he's certainly a flex well flex guy for me this week for sure. Um, having zero touchdowns and getting that much production is just very impressive. Um, for me this week, I've got Devontae Freeman. I think he'll be starting in you know every lineup that we have at least you know in some form or another. But also uh, Latavius Murray, he is uh, another Raiders guy that's in our starts for the week. So you know it's really good to see some Raiders get some fantasy action going on. For real. Um, he's coming off uh, three straight weeks of 15 or more points. Last week he uh, ended up, you know, kind of going off for 139 yards with 25 points on DraftKings. So looks like a real good, you know, play this weekend for a Chicago team that has just got all kinds of issues this weekend. And as we said earlier, Oakland is favored for the first time in almost 30 games. So, um, yeah. So that's uh, the, the two starts that I've got. The sets of the week that I'm running with this week are going to be C.J. Anderson and Andre Ellington. Um, Anderson just has not looked as strong as he did last year. Had kind of a little weird injury last week, but ended up coming back. Um, Just not really excited about that game too much. Um, Andre Ellington coming off an injury. We know that guy is made out of glass. You know, he has been injured on and off for the last, you know, two seasons. And, um, you know, the backup running backs – that they've been running with in Arizona have been pretty sharp this season. I mean, you know, Chris Johnson just yeah, he went going off for, what, three touchdowns last week? I mean, so, you know, you've got that going yeah, I against. I feel that. Um, my two sets well. running back for the week like are going to be Carlos Hyde. He healthy, uh, but yeah, obviously he went off versus my Vikings week yeah, one. Sure. Week two was a disappointment, I believe. Week three kept it going. But, um, but you know, like we talked about earlier with that game script, and I actually specifically mentioned 49ers in Green Bay, uh, Kaepernick's going to have to throw, man. If you're going to be down by, you know, seven points with five minutes left, ten minutes left, or if you're even in the third quarter, you know, you're not, you're not handing the ball to Carlos Hyde. You, you have to air it out. Kaepernick's going to have to do more than just, you know, hand it off, hand it off, hand it off, and protect the lead. So Hyde is definitely on um, a, a no-play zone for me right now. And then also Adrian Peterson. 
seems kind of nuts. Um, you know, you got a lot of, uh, you got a lot of, you know, love last two weeks. And like I just said, I'm a Vikings fan. So I'm definitely a homer when it comes to that kind of stuff. But, um, AP put up two really strong weeks and the media has been blowing them up this week. I'm back. I'm back. Whatever, whatever. But the Broncos defense in Denver is not easy. They are, I think, the number one defense so, um, so far week to date for the year. And they are scoring a lot of points. And I, I expect them to put a lot of pressure on Teddy Bridgewater, put a lot even more pressure on our um, on our wide receivers, and really just be able to slow down AP pretty hard. So I don't expect them to have a big game. Yeah. It's always hard for teams to adjust going into Denver, you know, with the altitude differences and all of that. So. For sure. Um, and uh, we'll go ahead and move on to the uh, wide receiver spot if you want to. Um, I want to give a shout-out to everybody that's been listening to the podcast this long so far. If you do want a free, complete yeah, lineup. Yeah, most definitely. What, what um, we want Brandon you to do real to fast do is, um, obviously, we're here to educate you on how to do uh, Daily Fantasy. But if you want our lineups for this coming week, all you need to do is just um, DM us or uh, tweet us at Fantasy Grinders and hashtag Star Wars. And if you hit us with that, we know you're listening. We appreciate that. And we'll give you um, either a GPP or a 50-50 lineup, whichever one is your choice. And, um, you know, we, we feel real confident about our, our outcome so far this year. So hit us with that hashtag Star Wars, and we'll move on from here with the wide receivers. Yep. so this week, this start – for me, it's going to be Randall Cobb. You know, same thing going back to Aaron Rodgers earlier. Just dominating the league right now, looking so strong. Cobb is, you know, looking very healthy now. And between him and, you know, James Jones, those guys every week are just, you know, beasts on the field. And then the other start of the week for me is DeAndre Hopkins. You know, this is kind of a um, risky play with Ryan Mallett being questionable going into the weekend. But it sounds like he just did not practice as much this week. But, um, he will be good to go, so he'll be airing it out to Hopkins, who has just been cool, a target I'm leader going with, um, um, all season going with Emmanuel Sanders so, has a uh, – um, The matchup, okay. You know, Houston will probably be playing from behind at Atlanta, so game trip should allow for Hopkins to continue that trend. So I really do like Hopkins this week a lot. As a starter here, um, you know, like I just said, Denver in Denver, I just, I just believe, man. Emmanuel Sanders – even when he's not getting touchdowns, he's getting a lot of targets. Um, teams are really having to put that pressure on Demarius Thomas, and it just leaves you know it leaves Sanders on that number two cornerback, and um, it's just too juicy to not to not have Sanders in. Um, and then my other starter this week, um, I, of course, we're going to say Julio. So let me let me just not say Julio, even though he will be in just an insane amount of lineups. Uh, is Amari Cooper, especially in a GPP, if you're stacking with Derek Carr? Um, the ACDC connection, uh, uh, Amari Cooper and Derek Carr has just been like, has just been incredible, um, this year. And, uh, like I said, at home, good weather, et cetera, et cetera. Cooper should definitely have a touchdown and, um, at least a hundred receiving yards. So that would be good. Yeah. Cooper's having a really good season so you know, far. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy to see Oakland, you know, put some stuff together. Yeah. I'm not sure if you just said it too, Craig, but, uh, just to, just to retouch on it. DeAndre Hopkins is having double-digit targets. Did you say that? Yeah, he, I mean, he's been leading yeah. the way. And targets, that's just incredible. In so, um, uh, get on NFL Savant, NFLSavant.com, N-F-L-S-A-V-A-N-T, and look at some of those um, those stats they put up there. They're, them guys are pretty good about putting up targets, completion percentages, and uh, receptions in general, so you can sort of get a feel for things like that. DeAndre Hopkins definitely. 
definitely at the top. Um, as far as uh, players or wide receivers that I'm not feeling this week, is definitely going to be Calvin Johnson. Um, I may never roster him again in anything ever. Uh, <laughs> I just don't. I don't vibe with him. I don't vibe with Stafford right now. Uh, I definitely don't vibe with them out there in uh, in Seattle. So Calvin Johnson, you can lay face down in a running water ditch. Um, and then my last, uh, my last. Damn, bro, why here, think I be that bad? I, I mean, don't feel that guy. <laughs> I've never rostered him for anything. Like, if you can go back and find some time I rostered Calvin Johnson in season long or daily, then, you know, kudos to you for your insane research. Um, and then my second no start here, Mr. Siddhams himself, is Terrence Williams. Last week, my man out there in Dallas had zero receptions for zero points for Dallas. And, um, I just don't believe, like I just said earlier, they got Brandon Whedon on the shortest leash possible, like like shorter than Tebow and Manziel leash. And so they're going to be handing to Joseph Randall. They're going to be throwing flat passes to Dunbar, and they're not going to be tossing it. They're not going to let Whedon get it more than 12 yards downfield. So Terrence Williams and Calvin Johnson sit down. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. You know, Brandon Whedon is working with arguably the best offensive line in all of football. And they just still are not going to, you know, put the ball in his hands to go downfield. Yeah, so. I mean, also, Whedon last week was like 22 for 26. Like, dude's not missing passes. Like, he, he's completing mm-hmm. his passes. He's just – his yards his yards downfield are like 4.8 yards per attempt. Like, it's it's nuts. So, yeah. Uh, my sets for the week are going to be T.Y. Hilton. And I'm going back to Andrew Luck. I just don't like this Colts team. I really expected a lot more out of him this season going into it. But – um, T.Y., like we said earlier, he led the team last week on seven targets, and that is just not enough production for me um, from a daily fantasy standpoint on a consistent basis. Been dealing with injury in the early part of the season, and Moncrief has really kind of stepped it up this year. So T.Y. is just a little bit overpriced for anybody that I'm looking at. And then this is going to be a really big surprise to a lot of people, but I am going to be sitting Jeremy Macklin this week. Um, he did catch a late touchdown kind of in garbage time playing from behind. Um, I think that the game script this week with Kansas City versus Cincinnati is going to be a little bit different. Um, Cincinnati's been playing really well, you know, kind of been a surprise team early on. But um, Jeremy Macklin, he, he's still a very productive receiver. I just I, – I'm going yeah, – I, I believe in Macklin bias. personally. You know, but, I'm going um, to you know, you know, go the way. I'm not over here. Not put him in my line You know, will I have him in a few roles online? Lineups, of course I will, but, you know, partially that is because he is on my season-long fantasy, and so I have to I have to keep the faith in that. But I feel you, though. Um, he, he He's definitely not, you know, he's definitely not a, a three-touchdown threat like Cobb or somebody would be, you know, so. Um, yeah. Do you good. have any uh, any real quick, you know, real, real quick into the here, Sleep, sleeper, sleeper of the week? Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeper of ran, the week. Random we, we position. About Carlos Williams already, I believe, at running back. Um, he's just a must-play. Um, something that's sort of surprising to all is the Red Rifle and Andy Dalton. They're 3-0 and out there in Cincinnati. Um, he's been really shining lately. Like Matthew Berry always says, keep in mind that in 2013, Andy Dalton was a top-five fantasy quarterback. So, you know, has he slipped 2014? Yes. Uh, oh, man, Andy Dalton's never won a, a playoff game, da-da-da-da-da. But, yeah, but he's taking them to the playoffs every year. So, 
you know, you can't, you can't, you know, eat in the cafeteria if you, if you don't make it to school. So my man, you know, he, he's, he's doing what's necessary. And this year he, he's, they seem to be connecting. Yeah. AJ Green obviously was connecting hard last week. So I think that opened up a lot of eyes. My kind of sleeper of the week is going to be a really low price player, but that's going to be Ted Ginn, um, you know, out in Carolina talking about Cam. You know, Cam has been sharp, but Ted Ginn has also been on the uh, receiving end of a lot of that this season. I think Ginn is yeah, averaging around yeah. 16 points a game on DraftKings, which is, you know, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, um, I also thought one line there, and this week. is um, a pretty um, contrarian player that I've so, uh, picked so up really on a couple like different Ted podcasts and articles that I've listened to, is um, Colin Kaepernick playing um, the Green Bay. And you only play Kaepernick here in a GPP, you guarantee prize pool. In DraftKings this week, Cape is super cheap. Last week, he threw four interceptions. Um, nobody in DraftKings besides the professionals are going to be putting out lineups with Ka- with Kaepernick in it. However, Green Bay struggles with um, mobile quarterbacks, and Kaepernick's not going to go out there and throw four interceptions. So take this take this little dip in his price as you know just a coupon for the week, and you know make a little five dollar lineup with Kaepernick in it and see what happens. You know. Um, I can guarantee the the big names in the game will have a lineup with him in it. And, um, you know, if he goes great, then make sure you tweet at me. If he sucks, then don't mention my name. Yeah, I mean, the game script for him could certainly, you know, really bode well. You got Green Bay on a short week on the road. Yeah, that's all I really got. You know, dominate early. So coming from behind, Kaepernick certainly could put up 25, 26 points easily. That's all I got, man. You know, it feels good to be back on the uh, back on the mic here, and you know, get back to recording. Hopefully, we can get back for you guys next week. Yeah, but, that's great. Like we you know, said earlier, again, guys, for your patience and you know, Star Wars understanding that life has got in the way. Follow us both on Twitter, me and myself, Brandon Hayes at Stomatic B thirty three. Follow Craig on Twitter at Bleed Orange with three E's, and we will see you next week. Later. Not Denny's boat. <laughs> Later, guys.